listening to Great Relationships. In a marriage, what is the difference between uh, love and tolerance? You're listening to Great Relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships, right now. And Herman, I'm kind of perplexed about the listener's question. In marriage, what's the difference between love and tolerance? I thought they were the same. (laughs) Too many people do. Let's talk about it right after I pray. Lord, thank you so, so much that your standard is the one that we need to be paying attention to. It doesn't matter about our opinion. Our opinion is irrelevant when it comes to your truth. Lord, I pray that we pay attention to that, accept it, and live it. In your precious name, amen. Amen. Thank you for your prayer. In the question, in marriage, what's the difference between love and tolerance? And implied there seems to be that there's some kind of standard. Yeah. Well, I thought the standard was, if you love me, you'll tolerate what I want. That's the standard, right? <laughs> well, there, there is some truth to that statement the way it goes. There is certainly some truth to that, because what love is doing is looking beyond what you actually are and accepting you for how you are. But let's make sure that we're talking about this question also and, and expand it. It's not just marriage that we're talking about here. We're talking about any relationship. That terminology needs to be determined in any relationship. What is the difference between tolerance and love? Okay, well, help me define tolerance here. What exactly are we saying when we say tolerate? Okay, there's some reasonable definitions. A disposition to tolerate or accept people or situations, or a disposition to yield to the wishes of someone. This morning... On my way to the studio, I got in my car, and I'm telling you what, every idiot seemed to be in front of me. Of course, when I looked down, I was doing 40-something in the 25. That brings up a good way to look at this issue. For instance, I want to speed in a 45-mile-an-hour zone. I want to do 60, but at this time, the policeman catches me. Now, is he being intolerant? of me because he has issued me a ticket. And that is one of the big ways that we can look at what's going on here. Tolerance is basically saying, I can ignore the truth and you need to look at the way I have an opinion about how things ought to be. So I need to be talking to that policeman saying, you know what? You are operating with a truth that I don't like. I I can see that sign that it says it's 45 miles an hour, but I don't like it, and I ought to be able to speed. You're just being intolerant. Just think about what's going on there. My opinion is being purported as more important than the standard of 45 miles an hour. That is how toleration gets misused. Tolerance ends up becoming something that is saying, I don't care what the truth is. You need to pay attention to my opinion. You need to pay attention to what I think the truth is. That is how tolerance is being used nowadays. And tolerance is literally creating a huge problem for us because it is thrown back in our face when we are offering the truth that we're being intolerant. Yes, that is actually true. I am being intolerant in those situations. I am. I'm actually being loving. We'll get there. But I am being intolerant in that type of situation when I'm purporting that Jesus Christ is the only way. Well, Herman, you're just intolerant. 
because I believe that there's more ways to go and be with with God in eternity than through Jesus Christ. You're just being intolerant of my belief. Okay, so I'm going to go back to your speeding example here. I'm doing whatever in this 45 mile an hour zone. The policeman decides that he's going to practice intolerance. Yeah, yeah. And he's going to limit my freedom. And while I'm standing there having a discussion about it, I'm looking all around me and there are all these other people. Their expectation that he's going to do this is yet proof of their intolerance of my freedom as well. Well, yeah, they're going to be looking at you from either one of two two places. One, they're either on the side of truth, which is he was speeding. He does. He deserves the ticket. Or that policeman is so intolerant to be pull that person over. That is just wrong. He's always taking the side of the law. You know, right? They're they're on one or the other camp. And the way our society is going is primarily in the side of the concept of tolerance, meaning. Here's the harvest of this mindset of no absolutes. When you constantly preach this concept of no absolutes, there's no standards, you get a harvest of tolerance, which means anarchy. People can do anything they want to do, and it's totally okay because there's no standard. That's what's being pushed against any of the truth that people are having in their lives right now are being said, that's wrong. You can't have that type of thought. Okay, but what if I'm one of the people in this neighborhood? I actually want the speed limit not to be 45. I want it to be lower because I've got kids in the neighborhood. Sure. And you're just being intolerant for not respecting that I have a right to speed because I have an emergency to get to or I just want to. You're being intolerant. That's how it'd be talked about at this point in time. Okay, well, I remember reading this book, Family and Civilization. Mm-hmm. And there's this flip-flop that goes on that he writes about through history where the needs of many right. are superior to the needs of the individual. And how- So they're asked to sacrifice. But in this model, I'm actually fighting with you because I want to impose my will, my freedom, my desires on everyone else. That's exactly right. So just put your put yourself as the speeder and you go to the families and civilizations mindset, Dr. Zimmerman's situation and he says every civilization declines as individual rights become more prominent than the rights of the society. That's exactly the same thing we're talking about here. We're talking about speeding in society, okay? That's got a little bit more area to dissipate. But when you're up close and personal and you say it in a marriage, what's the difference between love and tolerance? And now you've just got me to admit that I'm trying to enforce my will over what's good. Exactly. And you'll get there. We can talk about this in a little bit to understand how it actually works at the marriage and relationship level. But keep your keep your focus back on the example that we're using here, this speeding example. If you say we need to drop the speed limit down to 30 and no longer have it at 45, you're coming in with more rules, right? Removing my freedom. And I am removing more of your freedom. Therefore, I'm being more intolerant of you. And you're trying to basically say, I don't care about what that speed limit is. I'm going to speed no matter what. And now let's draw it back to Dr. Zimmerman's mindset. Dr. Zimmerman is basically saying, The reason societies fail, the reason civilizations fail, is they end up, the the community that is wanting the speed limit dropped, ends up going, you know what, 
Paul, you can speed if you want to. You can speed if you want to. Go ahead. Because, you know, having a standard on this, that's just that's just being bigoted. That's just that's just not good. We shouldn't be bigoted. We should we should re- respect your right to speed. And guess what's happened? We've raised an individual's mindset and opinion above what the society really would be best at doing. Over everyone else. Over everybody. Wildfire. That's exactly right. And that is a key, key component of the big difference between tolerance and love. We'll talk about it a little bit more after the break. Okay. And clearly that book was Family and Civilization by... Dr. Carl Zimmerman. Thank you, Herman. And before we go, I want to invite you to drop us a line at Great Relationships, P.O. Box 51836. That's Post Office Box 51836, Midland, Texas, 79710. Great Relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. It takes right thinking for right relationships right now. Great thoughts for great relationships. Knowing and practicing this definition of love is the key to all good relationships. Love is seeking the best for others, patiently, kindly, sacrificially, and unconditionally. Great relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships, right now. Hello, this is Jim Lasher, founder of HOT, which stands for Honor Our Troops. Honor Our Troops began when I started sending care packages to my son who was serving in Afghanistan with the 501st Airborne. Chad told me about so many others that were not receiving anything in the mail by letter or care package from home. Since then, we have sent over 38,000 care packages to men and women serving in the armed forces around the globe. One story involves Sergeant David Perez, whose wife signed him up in one of our community outreach events. Here's David to tell you about it. Every time I received a care package from HOT, it was like Christmas for me and my soldiers. Receiving the package and the thank you and the support it represented boosted morale and opened a door to share the love of Christ. You can imagine the power of unconditional love. To learn more about sponsoring a corporate or community event or if you would like to participate directly by sending a package, visit us online at www.hot-honorourtroops.com. We're back. You're listening to Great Relationships, pursuing the best in work, life, and love, sometimes tolerance or not. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, again, I'm, I'm for tolerance. I, 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 I think the term is great from the simple viewpoint that we are preaching freedom and tolerance is all about freedom. Uh, but there's a bigger issue here that we've got to pay attention to. Before the break, mm-hmm. we were using the example of my lead foot. Speed limit's 45. I tend to speed. People decide, you know what, we're going to drop the speed limit down to 35 or 30. Right. That way we get people to actually drive 45 and they think they're speeding and, you know, we'll make revenue. Isn't that kind of the same thing as if there's someone in the house that they have to say, look, 
we've got to be someplace 15 minutes before we do just so we're on time? Yeah, <laughs> both are manipulations. There's no doubt about that. But of course, the big difference is there's some real consequences to the speeding one. Whereas, But the isn't man- that an example of tolerating? No, because that is actually the opposite example. When you do those type of things, you're basically saying, no, the standard needs to be what I want it to be. No longer 45. I saw Paul going through here at 60. You know what? Let's drop it down to 30 so that he is at least going 45. So that's trying to manipulate. That's coming from the opposite side. You have the same argument. You have the same argument in a relationship or the speeding example by going, well, you're just intolerant. I can't believe that you would end up taking the speed limit even lower just trying to get me to stop speeding. You're just intolerant. See, that's the same argument you can use. And in a relationship, it's the same argument. Well, you're just intolerant thinking that I need to be as scheduled and punctual as you want to be. That's intolerant. You're not accepting me the way that I am. Exactly, because they're standing at me pointing, saying if I would just change, they'd be happy. That's exactly what is happening in that situation. So you've got to see it from both sides. One side is saying the rules, the law, the standard is good. Or the rules, the law, the standard is what we're going to pay attention to, whether good or bad. It, it really doesn't matter. It just we're going to pay attention to that. The other side that is trying to get the rules, the laws, the standards overthrown is basically saying, well, that's your truth, but it's not my truth. And you need to pay attention to my truth just as much as you're paying attention to this standard. And that is really a fallacious argument because it may be just an opinion that you're trying to get somebody to agree with. Okay, but in pushing that agenda, in trying to create this fairness, I've heard you say that tolerance creates intolerance. Absolutely, it creates intolerance. Just think about the attitude that you might have in that situation. You're basically saying, you know what, you have no right taking that speed limit down to 30 miles an hour. You have no right doing that. You should not. See, I'm saying in that example that you as the speeder are looking at me as the person that wants the law upheld, saying, I don't have a right to have a law on the books for 30 miles an hour or even 45 miles an hour. You're, you're absolutely wrong. I'm intolerant of your standard is what you're saying. Okay, so I'm thinking something's being taken off my plate to tolerate that. Yeah, you, you, as the person that's wanting to speed, will never enjoy having a standard to meet because you want absolute freedom. You don't want to have to pay attention to any standard, and guess what? That's the whole idea behind the book that you brought to our attention again, Families and Civilization by Dr. Carl Zimmerman, the idea that when you allow individual freedoms to start being the sacrosanct thing that the society looks at, then you can expect the society to disintegrate because there's no standards that everyone needs to adhere to. Everybody has their own way of living. Okay, in this conversation, in the last two minutes, I've heard two words. The first was tolerance. Mm -hmm. The second was freedom. Mm -hmm. I thought they were supreme. Those are great terms, but as we know and as we have taught in freedom will apply the same statement to tolerance as we do with freedom. Love 
Trump's freedom and love Trump's tolerance, too. Now, how can that be? Well, it makes a big difference if you look at what is the concept of tolerance versus love. Tolerance is basically saying, I'm going to put up with this. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to simply accept that you are free to operate however you want to operate, and I will not interfere in any shape or form with your life. Love doesn't do that. If that were true, God would be tolerating our behavior, but he loves us. And so he basically is saying, I'm not going to tolerate this sin. I am going to love, and in my love, I'm going to provide an answer to that sin. So the difference between love and tolerance, love is a pursuit of the other person's best, whether they believe it's for the best or not, it's still a pursuit in that direction. And that person is either going to accept it as good or bad. They're going to be preaching, you need to tolerate my bad behavior. I have the freedom to treat you any way that I want, right? I have yes. that freedom. But there are consequences. Yes, there's consequences to that. It might be that I treat you improperly and the law takes care of me, right? God pursues our best. And here's how I want to look at it from our viewpoint, because I can't see this completely from God's viewpoint because I'm not God, right? Fair. But, but he has told us that we are to love one another. Now, if I love you, I'm pursuing your best. That means I am going to limit my own freedoms, correct? Yes. Because one of my freedoms is to treat you any way that I want to treat you, meaning I can treat you badly if I want to. Love comes in and says, no, no, push that freedom down because I'm going to limit my own freedoms to pursue your best. The same is true of love with tolerance. Love is basically saying, Herman, don't tolerate evil. Do not do that. That isn't love. Love pursues the best for another person. Whether they believe that you are pursuing their best or not is irrelevant. Does it fit God's standard? When I am saying something to a person that's in sin and I'm trying to propose it to them so that they agree that that's sin, is that being intolerant? Some people would say so. Some people would certainly say so. and that's So what, sharing the truth becomes intolerance. That's exactly what's going on right now. That's exactly what's happening. And that's exactly what's happening with so many of the ways that our laws and our PC, you know, political correctness is going. You can't say something that is true if it hurts somebody's feelings, their opinion about it. You are wrong, not them. And that's how this is going. We need to be very careful about this. This is which brings up that statement you referred to, Archbishop Chaput's statement. I think everybody ought to memorize this statement. I, it's a tremendous that uh, he made this statement. It's probably nothing new under the sun. We know that. But he said, evil preaches tolerance until it is dominant, and then it tries to silence good. Now, that is exactly the direction our our nation is going, and that is exactly the way our society is going at this, at this point in time. Tolerance is being pushed. Why? Because we can't have a standard that we are to adhere to, and God's standard is the standard. 
evil is trying to preach against any standard, and the only standard becomes how I think life should go. Me, individual. And notice how this ties back into Zimmerman's book. The more you preach this concept of individual liberty, and I'm for individual freedoms, you know that I am. But the more you preach that concept of individual liberty and individual tolerance, the more anarchy you have because you have no standards by which to rule society. It's unsettling, but at least we can trust that God is who he says he is. And sooner or later, there will be calm and we will be in his presence. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Herman. And before we go, I want to invite you to drop us a line at Great Relationships, P.O. Box 51836. That's Post Office Box 51836, Midland, Texas, 79710. Great Relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Quotes from God's Word for Great Relationships. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others as better than himself. Philippians 2, 3. Great Relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships, right now. Relationships can be great, and not just marriages or romantic relationships, all relationships. The Bible offers the same solution to what is essentially the same problem. What is the problem and what is the solution? Study along with us to find out. Great Relationships is a video course offering biblically-based insight on relationships. In each video, watch Herman tame tough issues by discussing them in a casual online learning environment. Each of Great Relationships' 12 chapters are subdivided into quick segments you can squeeze into a coffee break. So if you've had time to listen to this promotion, you have the time to sign up and start today. Visit our website at greatrelationships.com. That's G-R numeral 8 relationships.com to sign up for our free newsletter. Pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships, right now. Listening to Great Relationships. Listen, our website, greatrelationships.com. That's GR Numerate Relationships.com. This program, I think, is worth listening to. Definitely getting the book, <laughs> reading that. Definitely about praying and share with friends. Herman, I just said get the book before the break. You were relating Bishop Chaput's statement along with Carl Zimmerman's book. Right. In fact, uh, let me just quote uh, Archbishop Chaput. The statement that he made is evil preaches tolerance until it's dominant, then it tries to silence good. And uh, uh, as we were saying, that is, that is what is going on. That's not new. He's not saying something that's new. It's always been around, but it's very prevalent in what's going on in our society right now, that we are being told as Christians that we are intolerant. And to a certain degree, I'm willing to say, you're right, I am intolerant. I'm intolerant from the viewpoint that there is a truth and that truth first and foremost that is most important is Jesus Christ is the way the truth 
and the life. He is the way. Well, you're just intolerant by talking about that, Herman. Uh, Yeah, but it's not me. I simply believe that. And if you don't believe that, are you trying to make yourself be intolerant of me believing that? And that would be the truth. That is how this is going. People are saying and trying to use tolerance as a weapon against people that have a belief. And I could believe that I'm, you know, a a marshmallow and can fly to the moon by just wishing that it were so. Uh, I could believe that. And you could be intolerant of that. As silly as that is, you could be intolerant of that. The biggest, biggest issue here, though, is there is a truth. And when you violate the truth with simply saying, but I don't believe that, and therefore you can't speak the truth, that's what we're dealing with right now. In Zimmerman's book, he says the downfall of every society can be traced to the rise of individual rights being more predominant than the rights of the society or the rights of the good for everybody. The more we have people thinking that they are the, the individual arbiter of how truth goes, there is no standard, then we are going to have more of this intolerance being preached. You're intolerant because you believe the Bible. You believe something that, you know, I don't believe, and therefore you're intolerant. Well, I'm, I'm kind of curious because it's almost a tale of two presidents. You know, there was the president of Kenya and the president of the United States, and the president Kenny said, look, we can be friends. But the fact is, this whole thing on gay rights is not a Kenyan issue. We need to feed people. We need to house people. We need to clothe and educate people. What you're preparing is so far behind. So what happens when I'm really worried about my family, mm-hmm. my business? Right. Well, it's always going to come down to the basic issue of life. What's the fundamental decision in life? Well, I trust God. Well, I trust something other than God. And at some point, you can make a decision and understand that I, I can only control how I think. That's about the only thing that I can control from the viewpoint of the real issues. But I, how I think, there's multiple choices that are involved there. And I can look at any situation that I'm involved in, and I can have multiple choices that I can deal with. Okay? But it's like, take your pick. I'm watching my society, my and, world, and, turn into first century Corinth or Ephesus. And there's nothing that says in God's word that you must bring a child into this society. There's nothing that said that. And I don't believe that God would judge you if you decided to do that or didn't do it. The issue still comes down to, am I willing to trust the Lord whichever direction I go? Well, I've decided I'm not going to do it. Uh, Okay, then do you have a clear conscience about that, or do you have some conviction that you might be wrong? Well, there's that idea that we've talked about so many times. Everything is actually black and white. uh, The issue is whether or not your conscience is clear and whether you're causing somebody else to stumble then you're okay. Have no children or have them. And when you bring them into the world, don't second guess yourself. You know, this is a trust of God at that point in time. So you're free to do that. That is truth speaking, not my opinion. That is a standard that gives us the way to behave in life rather than me just going, well, just do whatever you want to do. You know, see, that's the concept of tolerance. Just do whatever you want to do. No, I'm going to go to my standard and offer to you a way to think about that 
It's not me. It's the standard that's saying that. So the one thing that I want you to remember, love trumps tolerance every time. Love trumps freedom every time. Love is pursuing the best for others, not trying to get others to do life my way. To tolerate my best. That's right. And the other big, big difference between love and tolerance, love will take action when evil is being done. Tolerance won't. Tolerance will accept the evil and basically say, I just don't want to get involved. They're free to do that. Love is saying, no, I'm going to deal with that. So there you go. You know, we define tolerance, but maybe we need to redefine love as pursuing another's best, patiently, kindly, sacrificially, and unconditionally. We thank you for your prayers and support of this ministry. Great relationships. That's grnumulatrelationships.com. your day going, Barbara? I can't even begin to tell you how terrific my life is right now. What a coincidence. My life is just overflowing with blessings, too. Why, just yesterday, I found a $100 bill on the ground. That's great. I saved a cat that was stuck in a tree, and the owner was so thankful that she gave me a gift card to my favorite restaurant, Luigi's. Wow, I was in Luigi's just the other day and saved a man that was choking with the Heimlich Maneuver. He was so overjoyed that he gave me tickets to that new play that's been sold out for weeks. That's amazing. I've been wanting to see that play myself. Really? I asked my husband and he didn't want to go. Will you go with me? That would be great. Have you ever had days like this? (laughs) Neither have we. That's why we recommend great relationships. Join Herman as he offers you the opportunity to pursue the best for others. Kindly, patiently, sacrificially, and unconditionally. Right thinking, right relationships, right now.